Welcome to It's Supernatural with Robin Show, where we share personal experiences and scriptures on how you can walk in the supernatural. The show is mixed with off-grid living, toxic-free lifestyle, and a touch of politics. Join our host today for today's podcast, and remember, it's natural to be supernatural. There's some questions when you look at the Bible and you study the Bible that you need to ask yourself. And this really helped me study the Bible. When you go back to the beginning, when you're studying, I started studying about communion and God started giving me all this revelation knowledge and it was really exciting. And it was, it was like mind boggling. And I was asking questions, but God showed me that I was asking the wrong questions. So he took me back to Genesis. I was actually, I'm actually studying communion and I'm really getting revelation on it. He took me back to Genesis. So I'm going to start there. He took me back to the tree in the garden. And this really had me meditating and thinking. And, and if you have any comments about this, write this down because this goes much deeper than the revelation I, that I have on it. And I like to feed off of other people's revelations. Like we kind of go on rabbit trails and God takes me on rabbit trails. So basically what he showed me, okay, there's two, we know that there was two trees in the garden of Eden. Okay. And before we talk about what that has to do with communion, we have to talk about the trees in the, in the garden. God told me to ask five questions about those trees. Number one is what were those trees? They were the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. Okay. Now, I don't call the tree of knowledge of good and evil the knowledge the tree of the good knowledge of good and evil I call it the tree of death because what what did God say what happened to them if they ate the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil that they would die okay so there is a tree of life and the tree of death in the garden so there's two trees there now why my thought was okay God's a good loving God why did God put a tree of death in the garden and God said I didn't God didn't put the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the garden some people teach that he put it there for them to eat but they weren't mature enough to receive that but I don't believe that because God showed me that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil produced death that's why there's death all over the earth so I believe and God told me to say, okay, what is it? There's two trees there. Then he said, why were they there? Okay, going through praying and talking and asking God, I believe that when Satan, who was Lucifer, when Lucifer wanted to take over and be God, he was kicked out of heaven. And I believe his domain was earth. That not by God's uh, reasoning. Not God didn't make his domain earth. He just kicked him off of heaven and... Satan went to earth and, and that might have been something with prehistoric dinosaurs why they were destroyed I don't know I don't want to go in that direction right now but I believe that Satan cannot create anything original he can only copy so God created the tree of life there well Satan wanted to have DNA on the earth he wanted to have his own seed so he would be God he wanted to be the ruler of the earth so I believe that God put the tree of life in the center of the earth center of uh, Eden and Satan copied it and produced the tree of death tree of knowledge of good and evil which produced death so I don't believe that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was from God I believe it was a copy 
everything Satan does is a copy from the original. You look at the New Age, it all belongs to us. The, the New Age people took it. It's run by demons. They twisted it, they distorted it, and they made it theirs. Christians are afraid of it. We're supposed to be supernatural, walk in the supernatural, do everything Jesus did, do everything they did in the Old Testament. It all belongs to us. So I believe it started in the garden when I believe that the knowledge of good and evil, which produces death from its fruit, was in the garden and a copy of the tree of life. Okay. Now, I think this is really interesting. And by the way, this is my yoga bra. It's not a regular bra, so I'm not showing anything dangerous, <laughs> just so you know that. Um, so I believe, okay, who put it there? So we talked about that. When did it get there? I believe it got there uh, as when God put the tree of life there. Uh, I, it might have been there before he put the garden there. But anyway, I don't believe it was created uh, by God. I believe it was a copy of the original tree of life. Okay, and that alone changes all kinds of stuff. Now, what happens when you eat fruit? Fruit has the seed, which has the DNA inside of it to multiply itself. Fruit falls off the tree and fertilizes the tree so the tree can grow and produce more fruit. Okay, so when Adam and Eve ate the fruit of death, because God said that would be the result, they would gain knowledge, they would gain knowledge, but that knowledge would produce death. So when Adam and Eve ate the fruit that had the seed, the DNA of that seed in the fruit, they produced what life and death they produced death they gained knowledge but they it, the, that knowledge created death okay so that's how death came into the world you are what you eat we know that scientifically if we you know if we eat a cow we're what a cow eats if we're if we eat what a cow eats then you know we skip that center persons that's why vegetables are so good better than meat i don't know anyway so you are what you eat because what you eat puts nutrition in your body, puts life in your body. Everything that our body needs, it gets from what we put into it. Our spirit eats revelation knowledge and grows. Our physical body eats physical fr food, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and so on, and, and it grows. And within each plant, God said in Genesis that it had, uh, what did he call it? He said it had uh, uh, seed, fruit time, harvest time, seed in each thing. So when we ate from the tree of death, the tree of, of knowledge of good and evil, we choose to use that knowledge for evil. That's why there's evil in the world. And when God created us to be the overlords of the earth, to rule on the earth, so when Satan deceived us and took that seed by planting that seed of death in us, he became our overlord, and um, that's why there's sickness, disease, poverty, lack, fear, and destroying weather. Uh, and now we are back in the position where we are rulers of this earth, and we can stop those things as we grow and mature, become mature sons of God. Okay, so now the tree of death, which had the DNA in it, that made the seed um, on this earth, that made all men born after that, uh, live in the death cycle on earth so they ate of the curse and they created a death cycle now the then God said let's stop them from eating from the tree of life because if we would have eaten from the tree of life we would have lived forever in this condition 
with Satan overlording us instead of us ruling over him and everything on the earth. Um, now we had to be protected so we wouldn't eat from the tree of life and live on earth forever in this fallen state. Okay, so we're going to come back to the tree of life in a little while, but I needed to, to explain that a little bit. Then God took me to, um, and I'm, I'm going to uh, do a PDF file of this and put these notes with scriptures and stuff uh, on my um, group so you can actually get them. Um, but you have to look up a lot of stuff because I just do a very rough outline. Okay, so then here's the judgment. What happened is the God took me to Exodus 28, 15, and 29. And the breastplate of judgment. Okay, I do a lot of studying. One of the things I teach on besides the blood and communion is um, the ar whole armor of God. And so the earth was was judged. And let me let me go back to Adam and Eve. A lot of people teach that when Adam and Eve sinned and they hid themselves because they were afraid and ashamed of of God they were afraid and ashamed because they knew that they were naked I believe they the glory of God covered them and when they took in the DNA of the seed of the fruit of, from the tree of death it produced death on them and they lost that covering now some people teach that that was the first time God came and killed an animal and took the skins and put it on man but I don't believe that and that was the first blood covenant I don't I don't think that's what happened I think that our spirit body was the body that was in dominion. I, I believe that we are a spirit being, we have a body and we have a soul. And now our body houses our soul and our spirit. But I believe back then that our, our spirit housed our body. And that when it said he put skin on us, I believe he put this, this flesh, this actual skin on us at that time I believe we had glory instead of uh, instead of skin so I think that we went from being spirit dominated and walking in the spirit realm and being ruled and and hearing tasting smelling and feeling and living supernaturally in the spirit realm and instead our spirit recessed inside of our body and our body is now Lord everything we believe now is because we can see hear feel test taste and smell it and so we're now ruled by the knowledge of good and evil we're now ruled by our senses instead of the spirit realm now people say oh it's foolish if you think you hear God it's foolish if you hear angels it, it, it's, it's foolishness because they are sense ruled by their flesh by uh, because of death we have death in us and, and so Anyway, so Jesus came and he did his, he, you know, he died and paid for the price of our sins uh, because we were all fallen. We were all fallen short of the glory of God and, and we needed to be born again because we were born of the DNA of the seed from the tree where we became Satan's kids, basically. We were born of the DNA of the fruit of the tree of knowledge and good and evil, which produced death and everything about God is life. So that right there tells you that it was not God who created that tree. Some people say that he created that tree so we would have a choice. But if I put a fire here and I said to my kid, don't touch the fire, why would I, why would I tempt my child like that? Okay, God wants us to have free will. But he did not put the tree of death there. He did not 
create that tree for us so that we would make a choice. He just left it there so we could make a choice. He didn't create it. He didn't he didn't uh, say, hey, you know, I got to give him a choice. So I'm going to make death here and life here. Pick, you know, go ahead, kids. Go ahead. Go play with fire. No, our God isn't like that. So anyway, so sorry. So anyway, so Jesus came. He paid the price for our sin, uh, our sin nature. And he, he, when we accept him, we're accepting that seed, that DNA of Jesus, of our spirit man becoming dominating over our physical flesh. We're born again, brand new creature, born again, where our spirit man, the supernatural, the spirit realm dominates us, but we aren't always taught that in church, so we don't walk in it. You have to kind of uh, get hungry enough to step out of religion that teaches you how to be a good person and do good things and earn brownie points and step into a place where you manifest as a son of God. The whole earth is waiting for you to manifest. It's creating tornadoes and volcanoes and all this stuff because it's waiting for us to manifest as a mature son of God. And it takes a process. It takes revelation knowledge till you begin to walk in that, till you begin to be the person that you were created to be, the new creation beyond human. Uh, and so Jesus came, and when we accept him, in, in when we ask Jesus, and we accept what he did for us. We become a new creature. We become born again uh, from his seed. Okay. So the so God took me to the breastplate of righteousness. And uh, I mean the breastplate of judgment. So uh, judgment is, you know, from the heart. And we're taken from the old covenant laws and rules to now being. Now we can be directed by our conscience, which the Holy Spirit is directing our, our spirit. And when we hear the Holy Spirit, we follow the Holy Spirit. It's not following the Ten Commandments. That was a covenant for the Jews. It never was our covenant. But now as a new creature, beyond human, more than human, we are directed, guided, and led by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And our spirit makes contact. So uh, in one of my other videos, I'm going to talk about how we can see God face to face, how we can hear His voice, and so on that this should be normal for us okay but right now let's go back to uh, okay so now when we accept Jesus in our heart we are redeemed and we can wear the breastplate of righteousness which protects our heart uh, because our conscience we're led by the Holy Spirit and he tells us what's right and wrong the people of the world are led by their conscience they know what's right and wrong but they aren't going to follow it because they're geared toward the curse then let's look in communion in a, in a different area Communion, if you look in uh, Exodus 24, 9, God told me that when I take communion, I can expect him to show up in some form, whether it's the Holy Spirit, Jesus, or the Father, three gods, one God, three different personalities were body, spirit, and soul. Robin Bremer is a best-selling author, a publishing coach, and a business developer. She has written over 50 books and published and promoted many other authors' books to the bestseller's status. She got her start by paying almost $2,000 to publish her first book. She also had to pay $12 a book and buy a box of books. This is the same story of many other authors who just paid too much. After publishing her own books for years, her passion is to help other authors be successful in writing, publishing, and promoting without emptying their wallet or purse. She does this through her podcast called Self-Publishing Bestseller. Hints, tips, and interviews. 
To learn more or to start the publishing process of your own book, go to www.robinbremer.net. That's R-O-B-I-N-B-R-E-M-E-R.net. Same as God, copy of God. Um, so he said, when we take communion, we should expect him to show up. I thought, wow, that's really cool. And uh, if you look at Exodus 24, 9, it says that the 70 elders, I believe it was, they went up to heaven and they saw God on the throne. They saw the sapphire coming out from the throne and they ate and they drank with God. That's 70 people. That's a group um, ascension. 70 people went up and ate with God face to face. They did not die. He didn't, you know, they, the glory didn't knock them over. That is the old covenant people. That means we have something even better. Okay. One scripture says you cannot see God face to face and live. And there's some uh, understanding you have to do about that. But there's like tons of scriptures that said you can see God face to face. Moses saw God face to face as a friend and he didn't die. And that's old covenant. We have the new covenant is so much better. Okay, and um, Exodus 33, 11 and Deuteronomy 34, 10 talks about how you can see God face to face, okay? And Jesus was face, to face with his disciples. He took communion with his disciples and communion, okay, now we're going on another direction here. Communion gives you strength. It gives you nutrition. If you look at, if I can find the scripture now, I meant to, uh, I meant to put it down. Sparky, it's me that Doug barks at every sound that makes. Um, uh, okay, Matthew, when Jesus talks about uh, when he's taking communion, I think it's it's in Corinthians, but somewhere it says, when you eat and drink this, take all of it, and uh, that it's life, that it's life. So Jesus is the tree of life in the old covenant the tree of life was in the midst of the garden and we were prevented from it but jesus is the tree of life and the tree of life lives inside of us and we are called trees of righteousness and so jesus lives inside of us and he is the the tree of life and when we take communion we're actually taking something physical that represents something physical and something spiritual into our body to nourish our physical body and our spiritual body. And it's life from heaven. So what is life from heaven? It's healing. It's wholeness. It's it, when you're missing limbs to expect them and believe them to grow out. When you're missing body parts, expect them to come, angels to bring them from the warehouse of heaven and to, and to give you the body parts that you need. It's uh, This is one thing I believe God for. The DNA of Jesus carries the record of everything Jesus did when he lived on this earth. There's two scriptures that said if everything Jesus did on this earth was written down, even the books on all the, all the books on the earth wouldn't contain it. Okay, That's all recorded in his DNA. When I'm taking communion, I'm taking his seed. I'm taking his DNA. When I'm born again, I'm born again of incorruptible seed, the word of God. So when I'm taking communion, I'm believing that the DNA, I'm engaging the DNA of God that has that testimony record, that testimony scroll of who Jesus is and what he did on the earth, even what is not written in the Bible. Okay, I'm engaging that so that I can have visions and dreams, understanding 
and revelation knowledge about the things that are not written in all the books on the earth that's available to us i want to experience that i want to i want to know the things he did that aren't written in there Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which is really part of the Old Testament because Jesus didn't die yet, um, is great. But but if you can experience those things and what Jesus did, I mean, it's a relationship. It's it's really exciting. So when I take DNA, I'm believing God to have the DNA of God and the DNA of Jesus and everything He did on the earth for me. I'm expecting that DNA, which is life from heaven to transform my body from the very core, the very DNA, the very essence of who I am and the very essence of who he is. I'm calling into being that I use 100% of my brain because now they say that we only use 10% of our brain. God doesn't, God created 100% of our brain and I'm taking communion and I am born again of God. I'm a child of God. I want to have my whole brain working. And they say that um, all of our DNA has, uh, they don't understand what some of our DNA does. They say that it's uh, useless, it's junk. God don't make junk. So I'm engaging the DNA, the seed inside the bread, which Jesus is the seed of life. If a, Jesus said uh, uh, he, he was like a seed and he had to fall to the ground in order to produce many seeds, which is us. We need, we're just like him. We have the same potential. Jesus didn't cheat. He came, he came so we could copy him and be like him. He's the firstborn of many sons, many brothers. So we, he is the original. When we look in the mirror, we should see him. So I'm engaging that DNA to um, transfer my DNA, to use all my DNA, uh, to unzip the things that are zipped that are heaven on earth, to change my DNA, to change my body, uh, to bring me health, nutrition from heaven Jesus said when he was at the well and they came to bring him food and water and he and they were surprised he said I'm not hungry I, I, I got my food from my father and I actually know of people if you know of uh, Kirby from Wild Church totally awesome they go on fast they have learned the secrets of communion and the secrets of who we are in Christ and they will go on a dry fast no eating and no drinking for days I don't even know how how I mean how they're doing that I fast now I I eat I have a five-hour window that I eat between one in the morning I mean one in the afternoon till five in the afternoon I eat two meals a day and that's it but they eat one meal a week so it's totally amazing the revelation that they have and that's a whole different story it goes pretty deep you're gonna have to listen to that but what I'm saying is we have not even begun to touch the power of communion. When you take communion from heaven, you can expect your body to be transformed into heaven on earth, to have the, the power that Jesus had, it's living inside of you, to, to see, hear, taste, smell, and feel in the spiritual realm, to have the seven spirits of God, the understanding, uh, the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, uh, discernment, fear of the Lord, uh, and all those things, the spirit of might. I'm claiming the spirit of might for my ice hockey games. Um, so communion the look at the tree of life all the way back to the garden and look at the tree of knowledge of good and evil start getting your knowledge instead of always going to the internet and see what medical problem you have almost all sicknesses and diseases in the natural go back to inflammation but 
oftentimes they not just go back to inflammation, but they go back to a trauma traumatic experience that you had creates a, your body, body responds and creates uh, inflammation and sickness and disease. Um, and we've been redeemed from that. So eat from the tree of life, which has the DNA in it, all the way back to the garden and, and, and take that and, and look at that and examine it and meditate on it and think about the power of the knowledge, the power of God's knowledge, which is the tree of life and ascend to heaven because you are a child of God. Heaven is your home and uh, you can, uh, you have the right to ascend. Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. I only say what I hear my father say. Uh, Jesus ascended to heaven. Jesus was transfixed. People are transported. Uh, all kinds of stuff. So you can, that's yours. That belongs to us. And the more we get revelation about this, the more we'll walk in this. And the more we'll manifest as the sons of God. Because it's not a time of being good, doing good, and being right. That's not religion. It's about a relationship. God gave us control of this earth. And he wants us to take control of this earth, to, to get rid of the volcanoes, the tornadoes, the f fake news, the child uh, trafficking and all that stuff. And we can't always do it here on earth. We have to ascend to, the, to heaven or to the courts of heaven. Ascend above it, go above it. We are seated in heavenly places. Seated means a place of dominion and authority. A king sits and we are seated with Christ who's on the right hand of the Father. Now, if you're sitting right next to somebody, don't you think you can see their face? Don't you think you can get re revelation knowledge and information from them? It said, seek those things which are above where Christ is seated. We aren't seeking it. We're freaking out and afraid. Don't be freaked out and afraid. Trust that the Holy Spirit, who's your teacher, your guide, will teach you truth. So learn about the power of communion. Learn about who you are. Walk in those things. So, um, my name is Robin Bremer. My website is robinbremer.net. But mostly what I have on there is, here's my commercial. I'm an author of about 50 books. A lot of them are bestsellers about angels and supernatural and so forth. Um, but I'm also a publishing coach. I will publish your Christian book or family safe book for only $399. And right now till September 1st, it's only $300. Yes, normally what I do costs $1,000 to $2,000. Uh, and um, so for $300 until September 1st, 2018 is all it costs you to publish your book, whether it's the first, second, third, or sixth book. Um, I do, I get your ISBN number. I get a professional book cover done. I do all the formatting. I upload everything. I open all of your, um, your, um, all your accounts because I do this on creative space. I do this on Kindle. It's an uh, extension of Amazon. And, and so I do everything for you. I take away the headache and the stress and the fear of messing up, losing your information. I do it all for you. And for $300, guys, that is super cheap. And it's because God has me in this niche of my authors mostly walk in the supernatural. A lot of them do. Um, and they're leaders. They're, wor they're uh, workshop leaders and so on. And God wants his information to get out. He wants lives to be changed. So whether it's a testimony, a teaching, or whatever, um, it's revelation knowledge to somebody. And their life is going to be changed. And, and, and just do it. Get it out there. Contact me. Uh, Facebook message me if you're interested. And so that's the end of my commercial. So, oh, today, every Friday till 
the 15th, I have a free book. I have I've written 50 books. Um, actually, I've probably only written 15 books, and the rest are like just chapters. Um, so, sorry. Um, but anyway, um, every Friday, this Friday and next Friday, is uh, until the 15th, is I have a free book every Friday until then. So go uh, to uh, my author central account. Just type in Robin Bremer, and about the first six pages is me anyway, and just click on Amazon and uh, look, just go through there and see which book is free because there is one free today. I don't know which one it is, and on the 15th also. Yeah, that would be next week. Um, so um, share this with your social media site. Uh, if you have a question, make sure you mention my name because this gets passed around. I usually get about a thousand hits or more, a thousand hits on my videos and I, it kind of gets lost um, when you comment. So you have to say my name if you want me to respond because I don't always see it once it gets passed around, shared 10, 20, 30 times. Um, so I miss, miss that. So I'm gonna close and then I am going to take a little break and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna teach about um, how to get revelation knowledge about the name of your angels and hosts, how to understand things and dreams and visions. Uh, I got a little stuff here. It's pretty exciting too, but I kind of have to share it. While I'm excited, I learned the lesson. You share what you're excited about when you're excited about it because if you go a week or two, all of a sudden you, uh, you things happen. I think the devil deliberately makes things happen so that I get sidetracked. So I'm not going to get sidetracked. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back and do another live video. I'm eventually, sometime today, going to post both of these on my uh, group. If you don't belong to it, you want to belong to it. It's, I think it's called Angels, Supernatural, and other normal Christian stuff. I'll try to post it under here. Or one of you guys who are in the group posts uh, the link there. So, love you guys. I love sharing my revelation with you guys because I know you're going the same direction I am. And it's so exciting to see things happen. Oh, I wanted to share this with you. These are the gemstones that I got from my friend. And I didn't... I'm not saying what his name is because I don't know if he wants everyone to know that he gave me some gemstones from heaven, but they're in this little bag here. I don't know if you can even see them. See up there. They're really pretty. He gave me four of them. I'm believing for them to multiply. You can't really see them so good in the bag, uh, but I have pictures. Um, I'm believing for them to multiply, and I have some awesome teaching about stones because if you notice, Jesus likes stones. And I've been asking God, I said, Jesus, what is it about you? You seem to have this thing about stones. What is this thing you have going on about stones? And so I started to study it, and it's pretty revealing. It's pretty exciting. So I'm going to share about that eventually. And here's a feather he also gave me. And oh my goodness, this feather smells so good. And this feather, when I got this feather, and <laughs> oh, okay, I'm going to talk about, oh, I didn't talk about that. Okay, I'm going to talk about the blood let me hopefully you won't all get off the wine okay anyway this uh give me i'm gonna go back to communion in a second uh this feather it smells so good and the thing is it smells familiar so um the name of the angel um i forget what the jason do you know what the name of the angel was it was a really cool name and um <laughs> and oh the angel's name had to do with measuring out gold and gemstones and stuff so it was really cool but this smells really good and it smells familiar and all of a sudden while i'm going through the day i will smell this angel's feathers 
and I know this angel is near and it is so cool and then this is really cool this is supernatural oil from heaven the same person sent me all these three um, they tend to multiply so I'm believing them to multiply but this when I first got this oil it smelled like roses and then my husband smelled it and he says mmm that smells good that smells like suntan lotion and and I smelled it again and it was like all of a sudden it smelled like suntan lotion so this changes smells now it smells like roses again the other day it smelled like my feather so it smelled like my feather and I don't even know it's just a soft sort of slightly masculine smell just really mm, just smells so good it makes me feel so comforted but this oil changes smells so that's really cool so I just wanted to share that that with you guys okay now one more thing about God showed me about communion when you take communion you should be able to get drunk okay the blood of Jesus do research about at the wedding how he turned water into wine I wrote a book about the joy of um, the joy of the Lord you probably want to get that because it relates to the wine but the body the wine is representative of the blood of God and getting drunk in the spirit getting drunk by doing drugs and by doing alcohol is a copy of getting drunk taking the body and the blood of Jesus because the wine which is a representative of the blood of Jesus is from heaven wine from heaven is intoxicating it is joy the kingdom of God is righteousness peace and joy so when you take communion you can ask for or believe for to get drunk now I haven't experienced this yet but God just recently shared this with me and told me about this about when you take communion you can expect you can expect to get drunk if you want to so I thought whoa that's really cool so I just wanted to share that little tidbit with you so okay so I'm gonna um, post this as a little PDF file on my group page and take a break and then come back and teach you about angels names and how to interpret your visions and dreams and so on in a few minutes so love you guys remember to share I will talk to you all later bye Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. If it was a blessing to you, please consider financially supporting us by clicking on the Sponsor This Podcast button. Any links mentioned in this
podcast will be listed below along with any affiliate products, services, or partner websites. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your social media site and remember, it is natural to be supernatural.